You're listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Here we go. The timing of those bells are so like, uh, every morning, you know, it's about the time you're preaching, and it's just like, bell. Brothers, may the Lord give you his peace. It is a Monday morning. Monday mornings and um, I could not be more excited about the readings today they complement yesterday's readings very well both yesterday at Sunday and then now today on Monday we have the topic of the judgment what a important topic the judgment at the judgment Um, and I had this image I had this image, prayer image, of all of us here uh, in inner tubes floating down a river. Anybody ever done that before? Oh, summertime, right? And um, I thought the floating down a river is such a great metaphor for life, right? The river is moving, and, and, and that's like exactly what life is like, right? It, Sunday turns into Monday, turns into Tuesday. Yeah, June turns into July, turns into all, you know, like there's this kind of reality that we're living in. So the river, a river is a great metaphor for life. You know, here we are going down, you know, it's moving, we're, we're, but we're together. So imagine all of us in our inner tubes floating, you know, and, and trying to make our way together. And um, as, as I was imagining us floating down this river together, um, I was thinking about Niagara Falls. You all have been to Niagara Falls? Yeah, pretty impressive. And I thought the judgment is like going over the falls. You know, so here we are in this life floating down this river. And uh, those of us who have the gift of faith, we, we understand what's in the Bible, what God has revealed, what is waiting for all of us, the moment of our death, is this judgment. You know, and so like that's like these falls, you know, and I, I was almost wondering if like our our charism of evangelization, like part of like our message to the world right now, evangelizing, telling people about Jesus is like, yo, there's there's some, like, yo, a waterfall that we're heading towards, you know, like the river is like heading that way. And uh, obviously um, it's it's a metaphor for death, right? You, you go over those falls in an inner tube, you're definitely going to die. So there's this like moment that's waiting for all of us. And um, so many people in today's world just have no clue about that. And, and so that's our call to evangelize. Like we want to tell people, death is coming. You are going to die. Sometimes when I'm preaching at like parishes, I, in my imagination, I, I see an hourglass above each person's head, you know, with the sands going, you know. And uh, the Lord gave me the gift of, uh, like, Padre Pio. I could know, like, mystical things about people are going to die. There's not many sands left, you know, in yours. Like, get ready. Get ready. This moment of death at the judgment. And um, the judgment is such a terrifying uh, reality. It's terrifying. But it's also, it could also be... um, 
extremely beautiful and exciting. Right? In the prayers of the liturgy, they talk about the second coming of Jesus, which is the judgment at the end of time. You know, the grand general judgment is with joyful hope we await his coming. Right? It's like, how could this thing be so joyful? And uh, so it got me wondering, like, what is it going to be like? like I want to know. There's this thing that's waiting for me. It's waiting for all of us, this moment that's going to happen. And uh, I want to know, what is it like? And um, the catechism has a really interesting line. And uh, I didn't have time to look it up this morning as I was trying to get out of zombie mode. Um, But in the catechism, there is this line about the sacrament of confession. You guys remember reading that? And in there, it says something about it's an anticipation of your judgment. So when you go to confession, it's like a foretaste or a practice or a anticipation or, you know, like of what your judgment when you die and come before God. And, um, hmm. So I'm going to talk about hearing confessions and what I'm about to say, I'm not revealing any confession that I've heard. This is just very general. Okay. There's an interesting thing in the sacrament of confession. You know, some people are very humble and they're very uh, transparent, right? And they're like, this is what I did, and I'm sorry, please forgive me. And it's, there's this beautiful pronouncing the absolution, pronouncing the forgiveness of Jesus, like you minister that, right? Stewards of the mysteries as a priest. You know, you're here, you're sorry, you're owning it, you're naming it and claiming it. And you're forgiven, and it's so beautiful, it's so liberating, it's so wonderful. But there, there are, would, you could imagine there would be other people who maybe on purpose don't tell all their sins, right? That's called a sacrilegious confession, and the priest would never know, but God knows that, you know, that you're there and you have this moment where you can just be contrite and, and humble and ask for God's pardon, but in your pride you purposefully hold back and, you know, don't, don't come clean. You know, that could be a foretaste of what it's going to be like for some people at their judgment. You know, when you come before God, um, other people maybe would have the habit of kind of like mentioning their sins, but then also talking about how, well, I'm not really guilty or like offering all these explanations or probably one of the worst things is some people you can imagine spend the whole confession blaming others. So there's all these experiences, right, uh, fathers? You know, when you hear confessions, there's this variety of experiences that people struggle um, from on the one end of the spectrum is the person who's just very simple and very humble and contrite and transparent and clear and, and just a joyful experience of God's mercy and then the other end of the spectrum is the person who's like, I'm not sorry, or it's not a sin, or it's not my fault. Or, you know, like there's this spectrum. And uh, if the catechism says that going to confession is like an anticipation of your judgment, or it's a warm-up, or it's a, a practice, you know, that you can imagine those same dynamics might be present at the judgment for some people. And I think this, this really highlights what Jesus is saying in today's gospel and what he said yesterday about the harvest at the end of time, you know, that 
you have Jonah and the, the people of Nineveh who repented at his, at his preaching. You have uh, the queen of the south. You know, like somehow there's this thing where we're all going to be there together and we're going to realize, and uh, it, this is the terrifying part, we're gonna, we're gonna, it's going to be in God's light. There's going to be no excuses. There's going to be no, like every single detail of your life, including the interior reality of your choices, the whole thing is going to be just in the bold, naked light of the one who knows all. You know, it's like, whoa. And it got me thinking like, um, you know, in this world where there's a big struggle for justice, you know, it's good to remember that nobody gets away with anything. You know, and in some ways to, to come to the light in this life is such a blessing. So anybody who did any crime, you know, who, um, you know, figured out a way to not get caught, you know, like a mastermind or, you know, eh, wrong. <laughs> you, you get caught. There's no secrets, right? It'll all be in the light. And you can imagine like uh, you purposely hurt people. You probably will encounter that person. They will be at your side at your judgment, right? That it's the idea of here, it's your judgment. will be other people there. Um, I was thinking of uh, a murder back near where I grew up, you know, and they, they haven't found out who did it. Like, well, that guy, when he, when he dies, whoever did it, uh, the people that he murdered are going to be standing right there. And the people that he hurt, like all of that's going to be right there. And obviously there's, there's an offer from the Lord for mercy and forgiveness. But will the person receive that forgiveness? Well, they have to be humble and they have to repent and they have to apologize and be contrite. And the reality is, is not everybody's in that place. You know, like um, running away from the light. Um, so, yeah, so the judgment. Interesting, right? A really important topic. This moment that's waiting for everybody. And um, in the encyclical on hope, Pope Benedict had a talk and he's, he's um, surmising about the fires of purgatory and, and in there he says something about like it just might be that the fire of purgatory is the encounter with Jesus himself this you know God who is all love all good you know like that could be actually the fire like, what would it be like to stand before the Holy Trinity you know this burning fire of goodness and love and beauty and you know and and in that light, you see the reality of who you are and what your, your choices and the consequences, that whole thing. Um, wow, so powerful, so important, you know, that this moment is waiting. There won't be any room for explanations or excuses. There'll just be a, a simple invitation for, for, you know, repentance and forgiveness. And um, whatever we need to do in this life to make good use of the time that's given us, you know, to live lives of love and to, to struggle against our sinfulness and to strive to, to serve and to, you know, and that's what it's all about. And uh, so we pray for that grace this day, dear brothers, um, to be awake and alert and aware of this reality that is that's waiting for us and then to also tell others this thing that will be so beautiful and so uh, terrifying at the same time to uh, get ready to give an account to the Lord for this gift of life that we've received.
the gift of free will that enables us to love, um, to choose in the midst of whatever happens today, you know? And uh, so we, we pray for those graces this day um, that uh, we would not run away from the Lord like Adam and Eve, but we would run to him and jump into his arms and um, enter into the fullness of life that awaits us. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the Community of Franciscan Friars, The Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. Um, To stay connected, we have franciscanfriars.com. And uh, you can also um, join us in uh, offerings and donations there, the uh, donate link. God bless you. Have a blessed Lent. Let's pray for one another.